0: Hello, Red Wave. C&C Factory. We're back. Michael's not joining us because he doesn't know much about UNLV. This is the UNLV preview. Caleb and Caleb are here. We're talking running rebels and bulldogs. Caleb, how are we feeling?
1: Feeling really good. Uh, Dogs are looking really strong coming in, uh, ranked 22nd in uh, the AP poll, 25th in the coaches' poll. So, you know it's been a while since the dogs have been ranked so it's a good feeling coming off a huge win at UCLA uh, if you guys haven't already go listen to uh, our recap podcast cuz you know we broke down the whole game and uh, we made sure to mention the score this time um, <laughs> and yeah so a lot a lot of good uh, a lot of good stuff in that episode so go back and listen to that and then yeah here to break down uh, this game uh Friday
0: we take coach DeBoer's uh, concept of one and 0 into Blair Bulldog show as well. Moving on from UCLA. We are on a big high, but all eyes on UNLV right now. So we're going to talk a little bit of you about UNLV, what we know we, you know, we'll, we'll ask ourselves questions about what we don't know and what we're interested in seeing. But first we want to let you guys know who UNLV has played so far. So they are 0 three, uh, they, lost to Eastern Washington in double overtime, they lost to Arizona State who's ranked and Iowa State who is ranked. So they played two ranked opponents and lost both uh as well as an Eastern Washington Washington team who is a good FCS team by the way. We come in another ranked team. So they're playing three ranked teams in a row. So <laughs> it's tough. Uh but I did want to mention so they're owned three in 2020 they went 0-6 as well. And then if we go back to 2019, they won their last game at Nevada in an overtime game. So they have not won a game since November 30th of 2019. It's been a long time. So these guys are chasing a W. And they're coming in uh, hungry, to say the least. And now that we are the team in the Mountain West, there's a target on our back. So I'm, I'm expecting uh, to get everyone's best.
1: Yeah. You got to imagine that the rebels are uh, tired of taking the L's and you got to think that they're, they're going to put up a big fight for this one. Um, yeah, they've kind of taken some beatings though. Uh, you know, Arizona state, you know, they lost by 27 last week. Um, against Iowa state, I mean, they lost by 45 points. So granted, Iowa state's a solid team have a big, uh, big 10, I believe they're in the big 10. Yeah. They had big 12. Oh, big 12, big 12. Um, so, granted, they are kind of taking a beating. You know, we'll kind of get into some of, you know, their quarterback woes. Um, but, yeah, should be a big game, should be, a, you know, hopefully a good turnout. You know, Friday game for the Dogs, I don't necessarily love that just from, you know, the crowd perspective. You know, there, there's high school football going on. So, you know, a lot of, you know, youth, if they have a game, you know, obviously they're not going to come watch the Dogs because they, they have their, their own game to play. So, don't don't love it for that perspective. You know, a little bit harder to get get to a tailgate after work. Um, really get the full game day experience, but you know, we got national TV. So, you know, that that is good for national exposure and, you know, recruiting purposes.
0: Yeah. It's a bummer. You know, you, especially for recruiting purposes, you want to play on a Saturday where these, everybody can watch you, but Hey, we'll, we'll take it. I mean, I'm actually going to get to go. So I'm excited. (laughs) That's right, baby. Uh, UNLV players. So very interesting at the QB position. So that everyone knows, and we're working on getting uh, UNLV expert on sometime this week. Uh, but their quarterback, original starting quarterback, uh, was Justin Rogers, I believe. He started the opener. Uh, but you're going to have to help me with this one, Caleb. But I think he was a TCU transfer, Justin Rogers, who started the first game, but then Brumfield came in and finished the game.
1: Correct. Yeah. Justin Rogers started. Uh, Doug Brumfield came in for him. Brumfield started the second game and he got injured with an undisclosed injury. So Cameron Friel um, came in in relief uh, after that and started their game last week against Iowa State. And uh, at some point in that game, uh, fourth string Tate Martell Um, made an appearance so that name might sound familiar to football fans he was Mm -hmm. highly recruited uh out of actually las vegas uh ended up at ohio state and then bounced over to miami and uh, now he bounced over to unlv so uh (laughs) interesting story highly recruited but uh, yeah hasn't really panned out to anything so as far as we know right now
0: is it brumfield is their leading uh passer in yards but he's not going to play and then we have three quarterbacks uh frill has thrown th- the ball 13 times rogers has thrown the ball 16 times and martel has thrown the ball six times so <laughs> we don't know what we're getting here uh so inge has his work cut out for him they got to watch three quarterbacks uh they probably have a better idea than we do who's going to start but one name that everyone knows in the Valley, uh, that is Charles Williams. <laughs> and who we have, you know, and, and we're not the only ones to do this. We have called Charles Washington because we had a Charles Washington play on the team. And I've heard other uh, people do this as well. But it is Charles Williams, who is from Fresno. He is the running back for the, the Running Rebels. And that reminds me on the media, they make them say Running Rebels. Is that correct?
1: Actually, on, on, on the media guide, they're very specific that the running Rebels is only for men's basketball. So Oh, that's uh, every, it. <laughs> so every, every other team is just the Rebels. Okay,
0: but, excuse me, yeah. the Rebels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Charles Williams, sixth year at UNLV. It seems like we cannot uh, get rid of this guy. Um, yeah, local kid from Fresno. So you know you know, he's going to have you know a lot of family and friends in the stands for this game. Definitely going to be playing with a chip on the shoulder. So it seems like he's really the one offensive threat that uh, that Fresno State's going to need to watch out for. Mm-hmm.
0: Their leading receiver is Kyle Williams. I don't know if there's any relation. Uh, he nine receptions with 117 yards. It's, it's weird when I look at receiving stats on other teams because I'm used to seeing, you know, nine receptions, and 117 yards in one game. Right. <laughs> this is on yeah. season. But uh, Kyle Williams nine receptions, 117 yards, and their second uh, leading receiver. But well, it's not a receiver; it's their tight end uh, with seven receptions and 58 yards. And they have no receiving touchdowns. So they've scored four touchdowns total, I believe. And they have all been on the ground. Charles Williams two, and Doug Brumfield, who was quarterback at the time, he had two. So. Once again, here we go. Looks like we're going to have to stop the run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be pretty straightforward here for the Fresno State defense. You now, obviously, they don't have a prolific passing attack. So it's going to be up to, you know, the front seven, you know, get good pressure, fill the gaps, and, you know, make solid tackling. Um, you know, like Michael and you mentioned last episode, uh, Fresno State did a really good job against uh, UCLA doing that, you know, really limiting. The rushing attack, and I think if Fresno State's able to do that um, against UNLV. It should be you know a pretty pretty good day for Fresno State because obviously they don't have much going in the passing game. So if we can take away their their rushing attack, I, you know I don't see them mo- <laughs> being able to move the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. After seeing what we did to UCLA, I have a hard time thinking that we're gonna struggle. Cr- creating pressure and stopping the run. Cuz our front 7, I listened to Aaron Mosby's uh post-game conference after UCLA and he said I would take our front 7 up against anybody in the nation and I agree with him. I love our front 7. Another name that I wanted to uh talk about from UNLV is Daniel guterres He's their kicker. He is also 100%. I say also because Abe is uh 100% but I don't know when Caesar's coming back uh, with his injury. How he's doing with that? I'm not sure. But I'm. I have confidence in both of our guys and both of our kickers. UNLV's kicker is two for two and extra points, six for six when it comes to field goals, and a long of fifty-one. So and he's two for two between forty and forty-nine. So he could kick the ball too.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I know that in uh, the. Uh, coach's press conference this week uh, I think it was coach Grubb uh, or it might have been DeBoer but um, you know, they were they're asking about you know the health of Cesar Silva and you know he didn't wasn't able to travel with the team so he's still dealing with some some injury and he's not able to participate so they didn't seem or indicate that he would be making an appearance this week so I think we're still going to be with uh, Montano but he hasn't missed yet so uh, really, the only complaint with him is you know, on the kickoffs, he can't really get into the end zone. So that kind of leaves right. uh, special teams exposed for a big return. Um, and that's something that, you know, the coaching staff pointed out too, is that, you know, handling both the kickoff duties and, you know, the extra point and you know, field goal duties is a lot on a kicker's leg. So ideally they they want to have, you know, one guy do, uh the kickoffs and the other guy you know be kicking for points so right now we don't have that luxury so yeah they they are hoping to get caesar Silva back at some point this season so that way they can kind of ease the, the pressure on Abe.
0: i don't know if this is just how i was raised but to hear someone's uh like a coach say it's a lot on a kicker's leg uh, it's a kicker so, and i know the kickers have a tough job and i cannot do what they do but your job is to kick you got to be ready to kick right so if you got if they give you kicking punting and field goal let's do it and i'm sure they'd say the same thing the, the our kickers are like yeah wherever they put me i'm gonna do it so uh i just you know i don't i don't know maybe i'm just a loser and mean i don't know <laughs> how i was raised hey i punted in high school okay there you I, go. I got a little bit uh, <laughs> uh other than that That's all we know about the UNLV team and their players. Let's move on to the keys to the game. What we do know, and that is Fresno State football. Kale, what are some keys to the game for Fresno State?
1: I think one of the biggest keys is just going to be overall team health. Uh, We saw some of our guys get banged up uh, against UCLA. You know, mainly Jake Hayner. It seemed like he was dealing with some sort of hip and rib uh, injury. Um, you know, all the indications from the coaching staff and their press conferences make it seem like he's good to go. You know, he's a tough guy. He'll shake it off and he'll be ready to play. So um, we'd like to see the offensive line protect him, keep him from getting hit. You know, I think in this game, you know, maybe getting rid of the ball early, you know, not taking the hit that um, you, know, you don't necessarily need to and would be good. And then yeah, on the defensive side of the ball, I know that uh Maeva and David Perales both um, kind of went down with injuries. I think they were both minor injuries, but um you know keeping everybody healthy, I think that's been a huge um you know key for the dogs so far this season. Uh just you know, we haven't really had any uh, you know major injuries, you know, knocking some wood here, but you know, overall team health has been been really good and keeping you know, all the playmakers on the field.
0: Yeah, that's big time. Big time keep everybody healthy. Uh one of my keys is the obvious one. And that is everybody say with me, hold on the ball. Don't fumble. (laughs) Ball
1: security. (laughs) Yeah,
0: ball. That's right. That's the correct vocabulary. Ball security, baby. We, uh, we've struggled all season with ball security. You mentioned it in the last episode. You, you can't remember a time (laughs) where we were so worried about fumbling the ball. You've never seen so many punch outs. Uh, Yeah, that's the only way I see these teams staying with us is that if we turn the ball over, whether that's, you know, having ball security or if it's Hayner throwing interceptions, I don't, I don't see that. He's got one interception, uh, but I mean, we got to hold on to the ball um, and score right away.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be important for the offense to really keep up, you know, the same intensity and momentum. Um, you know it seems like with maybe when a lesser opponent's coming into town um, might be easier to you know not have you know that that intensity going into the drives but I think the offense just needs to keep keep the foot on the gas and just keep keep scoring you know run up the score um, you know we need to get these guys you know keep them on you know all these these awards watch lists get the get the stats up. Um, so yeah I think that, Again, you know, another key start fast, you know, in the first handful of games, you know, it was kind of slow starting for the Fresno State offense. Uh, It was much better against UCLA and we were able to get drives running, and get points on the board. So, yeah, look for the dogs to hopefully try to keep the momentum going.
0: Yeah, really important to always start fast. Uh, Are you worried about UNLV blitzing more so than they usually do because they know Jake Hayner's beat up?
1: Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think from their perspective, that's probably a good game plan. You know, they're going to need to create disruption somehow. Um, so getting to the quarterback and, um, you know, trying to cause some disruption, I think that would be a smart plan from them. Uh, I think that, you know, the Fresno state offensive line really proved themselves last game and even, uh, you know, Ronnie and, you know, other running backs in the backfield and even they pulled some tight ends and sometimes too, just to help with, uh, you know, the pass protection. So, I think that Fresno State will be able to handle it. Uh, I don't think UNLV is going to have as good athletes as uh, UCLA did. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's not as tough a task. But, yeah, I think if I'm UNLV, I'm trying to throw everything they can at Hainer, try to knock him around and, you know, create some mm-hmm. havoc.
0: My key on the defensive side of the ball is just to stop Charles Williams. Like if we stop him, I, kind of what I said against uh, – UCLA, we stopped their studs. We got to make somebody else beat us. And I don't see any other threats. You know, I, against UCLA, there are other threats around the field. But with UNLV, I don't know if there's any other threats that could technically beat us. So if we stop Charles Williams, I easy dub. Uh, the last thing is we talked about, you know, injuries and keeping our guys safe. But we also mentioned awards lists. So do we keep, if we are blowing them out, let's say the score is 35-0 at halftime. Okay. Well, we would all love to see that. Are you coming out with the twos? Or are you leaving your guys in and patting the stats?
1: Mm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they took Hayner out early, but maybe left, you know, Ronnie in and, you know, the the receivers to make sure everyone Mm -hmm. gets their touches. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But at the same time, I mean, Hayner's a competitor, and I mean he's a tough guy too. So he doesn't really seem like the kind of guy who wants to be taken out of the game. You know, he he mm-hmm. wants to be in there the whole time. So yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I hope that's a problem we're having to deal with. You know, dragging our <laughs> quarterback off the field to you know, try try to give him some rest.
0: Yeah, a little selfish of me, but I kind of feel the same way about uh, leaving guys guys on and off the field. I would take them off. Uh, just just take them off. I don't want to risk anything. Let's get the twos some work. They can uh, hopefully the, the stadium sold out and our twos get to experience the red wave, you know, in the, in its full force so that they, they have that underneath their belt. Um, And then I, I would actually like to see. Let's open up the playbook, May, maybe with the twos, with the twos, yeah. not the ones, but I'd like to see the twos execute something and uh, maybe have some fun. Uh, well, there's that's that's always a good discussion to have is you know when and where to open up the playbook. I mean, we've seen a lot, and I mean, I'm happy with everything, and still nobody can stop
1: us. So, yeah, I think that's easy key. I mean, offense has to keep rolling, defense keep it simple, stop the run. Should be easy for the dogs.
0: Uh, Vegas. Well, we're playing in Vegas. Uh, excuse me, we're playing against Vegas. <laughs> we're playing in <laughs> Fresno. Vegas has the spread at 30 and a half. Dogs are favored by 30 and a half. Is that enough? Is that too much? What uh what what are your thoughts?
1: That, that's a big number. I mean, you don't see <laughs> that many numbers bigger than that and, you know, point spreads. Uh so yeah, I mean, I guess it seems appropriate, you know, thinking back to our you know wins against lesser opponents. I mean, beat UConn 45 to zero and you know, we hung 60 on the uh, on Cal Poly. So we know that the offense can put up points. You know, I like to think, you know, we could win by five touchdowns. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Fresno state cover there. Uh, yeah. Over under point total and 58 and a half. So um, I would expect that to be mostly Fresno state points and uh, hopefully you'll not be in single digits.
0: Yeah. I, I'm going with the three and a half. It's uh, I, th- I think, after what we've seen with Fresno State and how we are executing in the passing game, and how our front seven is destroying, and even our secondary, other than guarding number two Phillips, uh, UCLA, uh, our, our secondary has been very good as well. Uh, so I, I would be surprised if you uh, know be covered. I yeah. do see a win with the Dogs, by the way.
1: Yes, I agree. I do too. And, you know, looking back, you know, the last three times Fresno state and uh, UNLV has played uh, dogs have won every game. They've won by 13, 29 and 45 the last three meetings. So, um, you know, definitely have the ability to put the points on the board. So yeah, I agree. Definitely taking the dogs to win and yeah, probably, probably the cover too.
0: All right. How can you watch the game? Well, you need to buy a ticket first. I think that's thirteen bucks right now for general admission.
1: Yeah, I think that Fresno State Athletics was running a promotion to try to get those ticket sales up. Uh, Friday night game, so sometimes it's kind of tough to get you know full crowd uh, in there, and with other you know activities going on, in high school football and whatnot. So yeah, good ticket promotion. So definitely would love to see a big Fresno State crowd. I'm seeing this is uh, the bulldog fiesta is what they're calling it Mm -hmm. for this game. So uh, come in, uh, maybe enjoy some, some taco trucks or something like that. Uh, 7 PM kickoff TV, CBS sports network. So national broadcast. So that's good uh, for the dogs and, you know, getting that national exposure. Um, We would always recommend, you know, listening to our guys on uh, Fox sports 1340 iHeartRadio. radio, Paul, Pat, and Cam—you um, know—they are you know the best in the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Weather at the time we kickoff, ninety-nine. So t-shirt, shorts for sure, and a hat. Oh, excuse me, sombrero fiesta night. <laughs> wearing my sombrero or or my cowboy hat. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a sombrero, but actually, I do have like one of those hats that come down. You see, uh, that they wear in in the Asian countries, wearing in the rice fields. Okay, like a, a fan in the middle of it with a solar panel on top. Those are nice.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. That'll will keep you nice and cool.
0: Except when you grow out your hair and your hair gets stuck in the fan when it's spinning. That that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first conference game of the Mountain West. Uh, I think it's going to be a good maybe warm up game for the dogs. I don't want to get too uh, arrogant, you know, as a bulldog fan, but. I, I I don't see UNLV doing too much damage other than if they actually damage one of our players.
1: Yeah, it, it does kind of feel like another you know non-conference you know kind of tune-up game. Um, so good to get the conference you know schedule going like that. I mean, this season's flying by. I mean, this is our fifth <laughs> game that we're playing. I mean, you know we're a third of the way through the season already, and you know soon to surpass that. So. Um, yeah, at this point, you know, Fresno state team is used to, um, you know, playing, you know, I, I don't see anyone, any preseason rust or anything. We're, we're in full season. Right. mode. And yeah, I think that the, the dogs should take care of the rebels pretty easily.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, red wave, I will be there the first game of the season for me. I, I expect to see you there. Uh, if not make sure that you are following us on Twitter at beware csuf on instagram at beware bulldogs podcast uh interact with us there and send us an email at beware bulldogs podcast at gmail.com with any uh you know constructive criticism we give the dogs constructive criticism we will always take constructive criticism and uh and or if you have any praise of course you know that would be nice uh because it, I, I only get that from my wife. You know, my brother listened to the podcast for the first time this week in Caleb. And he said, wow, you guys did such a good job. Said, Come on. We're five weeks in bro. Come on.
1: Where are you we're, we're, we're in mid season four, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Fresno state fans. Definitely give us your, your, your game feedback and analysis. Um, you know, we'll, you know, read it on the, you know, our, our recap show after, after the game. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. God bless. Stay safe, stay healthy. And as always go dogs. Go dogs.